Are you tired, listless, looking for a moment of escape from this hellish nightmare reality you inhabit? Today's lucky winner from Sanguis Pharmaceuticals can help. Independent studies that are definitely not fictional showed that listeners reduced their boredom by up to 69%. Today's lucky winner is not for everyone. Do not listen to today's lucky winner if you are under 18, easily offended by cussing, or are a snitch who can't listen to fictional drug use. Side effects may include giggling, distraction from worldly concerns, and hyper-aggressive sleep punching. Ask your doctor if today's lucky winner is right for you. Previously on Today's Lucky Winner. We've got to call Kyle. There has to be some way for them to tell you took the pills. Don, what am I supposed to show them? You have no evidence, you have no motive, and you want them to take her word for it that the pills weren't what they were supposed to be? What I really need is tangible evidence that you were drugged. Fill me in on why we're at the county courthouse. My original body is still at the county morgue, which is in here. While I'm looking at my own corpse and getting my fake closure, we can steal some of my blood to give to the DMV as evidence. Now stop fucking around and let's get in that morgue. Uh, Dr. Simmons. Sonny. My name is Sonny. I'm just a vampire. That's it. I can't even see your red eyes. You must pay a fortune for contacts. Oh, that's after we kill our first human, which I've never done. Well, the good news is that you were right. You were definitely drugged. And... You were cremated four hours ago. Congratulations. You're today's lucky We're just a few days into your year. You can't give up already. That cute, anemic vampire doctor said, said she'd look over your autopsy report for more clues. Fuck! You have to chill. You are such a fucking bummer right now. That blood sample would have saved me from kidney hell. And Sonny can't unsuck your blood. Move on. What the fuck am I going to do now, dude? Right now? Right now you're going to take a massive bong grip so you stop bumming me out. (coughs) Don't put your feet on that. What? Don't put your feet on that. It's a family heirloom. Oh, shit. Sorry. Wait. What? Has your coffee table been a pirate chest this whole time? Or are those benzos I stole from the courthouse not actually benzos? Wait, where did you get benzos at the courthouse? While you were having a meltdown, I was explaining our whole situation to Sunny. She explained that there had been a few strange deaths lately, and some were under investigation. We wondered if there was any connection when she happened to mention that the evidence room was right above us. So you poofed up there to check? So I poofed up there to check. I liberated several pill bottles from the evidence room to help with your case. I'm currently checking the bottles to see if there's any connection. Oh, this is for me. You stole and took a bunch of drugs for me. 
Yes, you're welcome. Now about this pirate chest. It's full of booty, yes? It's not a pirate chest. It's a steamer trunk. Apparently, my grandmother stuffed all her belongings into it when she moved here from Puerto Rico to New York, and it was old then. Oh my god, please don't tell me your grandma's in here. I don't know. I can't get it open. Just break the lock. You think I didn't try that? From the bits I can recall, and from what Kyle told me, that's what I was doing the night I died. Ooh, I wonder what's in it. It's probably just photo albums. It sounds like it's mostly books if you shake it. <sighs> I've gotta know. I've just gotta. Do you have any secret locksmithing powers I don't know about? What are you doing? I don't know. It sounds like there's a lot of room in there. Yeah, so? And it's a big-ass trunk. Okay. Maybe enough room for me to just poof in there? And then what? You poof inside and it opens and how would you- I'm in. I'm in, but but there's less room than I thought in here. So just poof out. I'm trying. I'm- I, I can't poof. Oh, fuck. You can't? Why would you not be able to? It's a magic box. It's a magic box. I'm stuck. I'm stuck in a magic box. Why would I have a magic steamer trunk? Oh, I'm gonna bomb. This is it. Uh, hold on. If this is a magic box, Mom wouldn't leave me something this important without leaving me a way to open it. it. Oh, am I claustrophobic? Is this- is this claustrophobic? Think. Okay. The big latch has kind of a oval-shaped painting on it that I can't quite make out. It's also Uh... faded or worn. These two latches don't seem to have a release on it, so... I've got it! That fugly necklace. The oval shape. I must have made the connection that night, but I was too drugged to act on it. Where did I hide it? What is happening? I'm looking for a freaky eyeball necklace that my mom used to wear. Shut up and let me figure this out. You got yourself into this. Did you barf? Did you barf on my family heirlooms? I'm sorry. You know I wasn't sure I could barf. Oh, this is terrible. Why did you try to get me to do this yesterday? Oh, no, I feel like coming again. I'm claustrophobic. Shit. Fuck. Hold on. Let me think. Hold it in! I I don't even piss or shit. What the fuck came out of me? Piss and shit. Bathroom! The necklace is in my medicine cabinet! Hurry! Not again. Got it! Okay, now... What the fuck am I supposed to do with this? I don't know, just... mm, Something. Uh, uh, Hello? What's happening? I'm waving it around the lock. Oh my god, try something else! Give me some ideas! Oh! Give you ideas? I'm the one in the- uh, Oh, hurry, my barf is coming again. I'm trying. I don't- God damn it, open! Uh, Oh, fresh air. (sighs) I'm pretty sure you don't even need to breathe. Why did you dare me to poof in there? Dare you? I did no such. Dude- What the hell is that? I- I've never barfed before. Please don't make me feel bad. 
How was I supposed to know that I'm claustrophobic? Smells like someone poured concentrated hot dog water in a dirty hamster cage. Are you going to bitch at me about it? Are we going to see what's inside the fucking magic trunk I helped you open? (sighs) This is disgusting. Whatever, I'll get paper towels. Hold on. Does that book say... Does that have my name on it? I don't know, it's got barf on it. Great. How about you clean your barf off my book with those paper towels? Here, I... Hey, yeah, oh shit, get a load of that embossed cover. Your mom was a classy lady. You open it, it still smells like barf. Huh. Shit's empty. Yeet. Don't throw! Whoa. Why did your Nana have a fucking gun? Rita reached into the steamer trunk and pulled out a sawed-off shotgun. She wiped it clean with a paper towel, revealing a large cursive inscription that read Cabroncita. The barrel was a tarnished silver, and the stock was mother of pearl. Her expression quickly morphed into one of astonishment, and she attempted to twirl the gun on her finger. Oh, fuck. Shit. I'll scoop that back up. Stop playing with that. What? It's old as balls, and... It's not even loaded. I don't care, stop. Yeehaw! High noon, sarsaparilla. Cut it out! Rootin' tootin' cow! Rita, are you- mm, magic gun. Mm, magic. Oh my god, are you okay? Oh, I'm fine. Except for this. Directly above Rita's left knee was a hole about four inches wide. Pouring from the bullet hole was a stream of black, sparkling smoke. The plumes were backlit by an intense blue light emanating from inside Rita. What the hell is happening here? Uh, uh, okay, so, uh, don't freak out. I think I've made it clear that saying that is the fastest way you can get me to freak out. If you don't get this hole closed, the whole neighborhood, mm, nay, nay, the whole city, will explode. What? Mm, You could say that. My make and model had a factory recall, and I, uh... Oh, I chose not to participate. How are they okay with letting you chaperone? Could we discuss my origin story when I'm not about to do a Chernobyl? Okay, um, what do I do? I don't know. This has never happened before. Take this throat blanket and apply pressure. It's not blood. How is that? Just do it! Who are you calling? Everyone you know is here. Shut up! Hey, it's Dawn. I know we just met, but I have a situation here with Rita. She has a gunshot wound. A magic one. Yeah, that's the thing. There's no blood. I think you'd be fine. Oh my god. Thank you so much. I'll text you my address. Who is that? That was Dr. Sunny. She's coming over with some stuff to try to close up your wound. No. No, she can't see me like this. Oh my god, you can't tell her I did this pretending to be Yosemite Sam. I won't promise anything. Uh... Here, distract yourself and tell me why I have an exploding reaper in my living room. (sighs) Well... It was after the first time I legitimately got a lucky winner. Hey. Come sit with me. The break room at the DMV was busy. 
Reapers, angels, skeletons, demonic fiends, and Kyle were enjoying their lunches. The ticker with the number of souls reaped ticked incessantly in large red LED numbers below the television. Kyle had called out a robed reaper in the doorway. He sat a table for two in the corner, sipping on iced coffee and eating a panini. Uh, hey Kyle. Uh, I'm actually going by a human name now. Oh, my mistake. Uh, what should I call you instead of... Rita. I think I'm gonna be Rita now. Rita? I like it. You're so brave to start living your truth with the little time you have left. Uh, wait. Little time I have? Oh. Oh no. You didn't get the memo? Uh, the- I- I don't understand. Jesus. I don't want to break the news to you. So- I don't know if you're aware, but your model of Reaper was made by the sanitation department. They were recycling the energy from a white dwarf that had gone supernova. Okay. They saw the opportunity to make more effective Reapers. With that amount of energy, you could travel through time and space faster and collect souls more efficiently. They were really thinking quality over quantity with your model. This doesn't explain why my time is limited. Well, the problem arises when your model needs to be corporeal. Like, if you reap a lucky winner. Okay. Sanitation explained to R&D that they need to upgrade your corporeal body to contain the amount of energy you contain. Most reapers only contain a fraction of the juice your heart- Please get to where the other shoe drops. R&D and sanitation have a long-standing beef over funding issues, so you ended up being 10 pounds of reaper in a 5-pound bag. Okay. You know the human city of Atlantis? Yeah. Gone. Gone? How? One of your models had a lucky winner there. They got attacked by an alchemist, and the reaper made a tiny supernova. They just exploded? Blew the whole city up. I doubt future humans will be able to find any of it. So what are you doing with the rest of my model? What are you trying to say? You're supposed to report to operations on Monday to be decommissioned. What? I'm so sorry. I thought you knew. You have to help me. Please. You can change files, right? Whoa. (laughs) I could get in big trouble for- I'm just figuring out who I am. I can't get decommissioned. I know I'm a little different, but I'm a good reaper. I know you are, but operations- We're, We're kind of similar. You stick out around here too. Yeah, but I don't explode. And what's the likelihood of me getting a lucky winner, let alone getting one that has someone wanting to attack them? pretty slim. So why should I have to die? I promise, if you help me dodge this recall, I'll keep my head down. I just got done chaperoning. What are the chances I'm going to get to chaperone again anytime soon? Also slim. Please. I'm just a few million years old. I'm too young to be decommissioned. You are just a kid. (sighs) Fine. Okay. I'm going to change your file with your old name to decommissioned. I'll create a new file with the name Rita that says you're one model newer. Oh my god, Kyle. Kyle, I love you. Thank you. I promise you won't regret this. I better not. You need to shut up about it and keep your head down. 
Try not to draw attention to yourself. I promise. I swear. I'll be the best reaper there ever was. Get me drugs! I can't take this! Where are they? What am I looking for? Pants! Eight ball! Okay, let me look. The only thing in your pockets is your lighter. I didn't say pockets. Gross! I'm not reaching in your pants. What kind of Tommy Pickle? That's Sunny. One second. Hey, I came as fast as I could. Where's the patient? She's the one on the couch screaming incessantly. Uh, huh. Screaming? I would never be so dramatic. Sunshine, you look radiant this evening. Thank you for coming to my aid with such haste. Why are you talking like an old-timey fancy- Dawn! Why don't you get the fuck out of the way and let the brilliant doctor get to work? Okay, let's just get a look at this wound. Whoa. No wonder you didn't just go to the ER. Did you see who shot you? No. Yes. Well, sutures aren't gonna cut it. I don't think stitching up your skin will be enough to keep this smoke and light from leaking. So what are we gonna do? Weird idea. Do you have any duct tape? I think I do. Let me check. Got it. Now, Rita. I know we just met, but I'm gonna need you to take your pants off. <laughs> you don't have to tell me twice, Dr. Smarty Butt. Now, if an eight ball of coke falls out while I do this, I was holding that for a friend. Mm-hmm, sure thing. Now, take them off. Rita removed her pants and laid back down on the couch. Sunny carefully tore pieces of duct tape to make a seal over the hole in Rita's leg. She lifted Rita's leg up to wrap the duct tape around the whole leg. After she put a second layer over the hole, the smoke stopped creeping out and the blue light was gone. Wow. I actually feel a little better already. I think my essence stopped leaking out. Will it heal or will you have to keep duct taping your leg forever? Pretty sure it should close up. Now that I've stopped leaking out of it, I think a good night's sleep should do the trick. Thank you so much, Sunny. It's really no problem. I was actually going to give you a call in the morning anyway. You miss me that much? <laughs> I, I, it was actually about your old job. I'm not prone to paranoia, but I think someone from Sanguis might have installed a keystroke logging program on my work computer or something. Whoa, what makes you think that? Because I got a visit from someone shortly after I was taking a look at your file for you. They had a lot of questions about you. Maybe it was just a follow-up on the clerical error you faked. I did sign off to donate my body to them. It was Carmilla. Carmilla Guire came to see me. Carmilla? What business does the CEO of Sanguis have checking on my remains? Please, darling, Mrs. Guire is my mama. You can call me Carmilla, but you don't dare call me late for supper. Three days before Dawn died, she was called into the office of Sanguis Pharmaceutical's CEO. Usually, the executive would have someone from IT come in while they're out. Currently, Dawn sat in a $2,000 custom-made office chair while Carmilla draped her French manicured acrylics on Dawn's shoulder. Uh, well, Carmilla, I think it's fixed. 
I was able to restore everything but the last few days worth of work from your regular cloud backups. I honestly can't tell what went wrong, but I can take some precautions so you won't lose anything important in the future. I'm going to see about upgrading your setup here so it doesn't happen again. I can't thank you enough, Dawn. The board was likely to tan my hide if I lost my entire presentation. Lord willing, I'll be able to fix what I'm missing from the past few days. Ow. Sorry. Oh, sugar, I'm the one who's sorry. Did you see the company doc for some blood work? Yeah, they just took it this morning. It's no big deal. I just haven't been sleeping well. Since your mama died, right. I heard, sugar, I am so sorry. Our employees are our family here at Tanguis, and we want to make sure each one of you is as healthy as can be. Do you need more time off? Uh, no. I think getting back to work is the best thing for me right now. Gosh darn it, I love your stinking work ethic. I'm thrilled we have you here to help us right now. We've got some exciting things cooking up here. You wouldn't believe it. Yeah, that's that's great. Uh, so I'm done. I think I'm just gonna... Oh, I've taken up too much of your valuable time. Thanks a heap, Donnie. No problem. I'll be back later this week, too. Sure thing, Pumpkin. Bye now. Dawn tucked her tablet inside her messenger bag, and she sidled her way out from behind Carmilla's desk. She opened the frosted glass door, freeing herself from the mushroom cloud of tuberose perfume that permeated everything in Carmilla's office space. Let me know if you need anything else. Carmilla's thin veil of amiability disappeared as soon as the door closed behind Dawn. Her face dropped into a neutral expression, falling out of the near Cheshire Cat grin she adopted when dealing with work subordinates. In Carmilla's case, that was everyone in this 85-story building. She slumped into her office chair and quickly dialed the large black phone on her desk. Bring the car around. I'm done for the day. You were right about that frumpy little IT girl. Prepare to execute Plan 1692 this week. And see about getting Senator Owens over for dinner. Get his whole family over. I heard he was planning on voting no on the telomere bill. I need to change that. She hung up the phone grabbed her cell phone and keys from her desk drawer, and tossed them into a designer bag that cost about a third of Dawn's yearly salary. She made her way down to the parking garage, where a driver stood ready to help her into the back seat of a luxury SUV with blacked-out windows. The SUV drove her to a high-rise on Pearl Street, where a doorman let her in. She pressed the P button in the elevator, taking her to the 8,400-square-foot space on the top floor that she called home. (sighs) Fucking hell, what a day. You all know the drill. Once mother's dropped that inane Texan droll, you'd better be plating my dinner. If dinner isn't ready by the time I take off my wig and pantsuit, someone on staff gets the axe, and you know I mean that literally. Carmilla began stripping off her pantsuit as she walked through the living room of her penthouse to the bathroom. First was her oversized gold watch and jewelry. She had no qualms with simply dropping these exorbitantly expensive accessories. Then came her white suit jacket, next to go was the pants. Her daily disguise made a breadcrumb trail across dark granite floor. Just before she reached the bathroom, she unbuttoned and removed her pink floral blouse. Beneath this blouse hid a massive circular back tattoo, a sigil made from a long-forgotten archaic text. I don't hear my dinner being prepared. I wasn't kidding about the axe, you know. I'll make you pick out which one I use before I kill you. Standing in front of a large Rococo mirror in her bathroom, Carmilla delicately removed her blonde lace front wig. She placed the wig on a black marble wig stand that sat in her bathroom. She removed several strategically placed bobby pins from her head to unfurl a mass of red, curly hair. Then she removed her blue contacts to reveal her true luminous red eyes underneath. Satisfied and comfortable, 
She covered herself with an emerald green silk robe that hung from a hook on the wall, and she sauntered back into the living room. Oh, my dears, I shouldn't have been so cranky with you. You've got Senator Owens and his family here already. You are too good to your mother. A thick tarp covered the floor in an area of the penthouse that was intended to be a dining room. There hadn't been a dining room set in there as long as Carmilla had owned the place. Atop the tarp sat Senator Owens, his wife Brenda, their 11-year-old son Hunter, and their 15-year-old daughter Kinsley, all tied and gagged on folding chairs. Senator Owens, I didn't expect to see you for dinner until late this week. I'm so happy my staff could get you and your family here on such short notice. We have some things to talk about. Do you not recognize me without my daytime get-up? How about now? I'd love to make a sizable donation to your re-election campaign, Senator. Yes, it's me, your biggest campaign donor. I suggest you take a cue from your petrified family and shut up while I'm speaking to you. Remember when I asked you for two small favors in exchange for my donation? You already talked to your little friend at the FDA about fast-tracking this new Sanguis drug, and now I just need you to vote yes on the telomere bill. Carmilla sat herself on the senator's lap. He refused to meet her gaze, so she grabbed his chin, forcing him to look at her. Quite literally from the shadows behind her, a humanoid figure wearing a suit identical to the senator's appeared. Unlike the senator, this figure had only a blank slate of flesh where their face should have been. Now, now, I know my dinner guest casts quite the alarming figure. But if you keep talking over me, I will slit your kids' throats in front of you. You got it? Good. The word around Washington is that you found some morals. Maybe you learned a little bit more about Sanguis than you should have. Perhaps you learned are less than scientific endeavors. But you know what? Maybe you don't have to vote on the bill. Would you like that? The faceless creature came forward and touched the senator's face. A warm feeling engulfed the senator's face as he watched the creature's face start to take the shape of his own. In a matter of seconds, he saw his own terrified expression looking back at him. Carmilla watched the transformation with a self-satisfied look on her face. See? Now we can both get what we want. They can vote yes in your place. I get my vote, and you don't have to compromise your precious values. Too bad about the news tomorrow, though. It's going to say that your family died on the flight back to Maryland from Dallas. Your doppelganger here is going to be the only survivor. What did you expect? You can't make a deal with the fucking devil and not follow through. Now, time for that dinner I invited you over for. Well, dinner for me, that is. Carmilla's jaws opened far beyond that of a human's. Rows of shark-like teeth appeared where there had been none. Her canines grew into three-inch-long fangs. In one swift motion, she used every tooth in that mouth to rip into the senator's throat.
Hey y'all, thanks for listening to episode three. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Lucky Winner Show. Uh, we have a new Facebook page, which is also at Lucky Winner Show. Um, and if you want us to see something you're posting about the show, you can do hashtag Lucky Winner Show and we will check that out. Um, and if you're interested in what the cast is up to, you can look at our show notes and it has their personal social media handles so you can see all the cool shit they do besides this show. Um, episode four will be in about two weeks. Um, we're trying to get on a regular schedule. And if you like the show, the best thing you can do is to leave us an iTunes review. And thank you to everyone who has left them so far. They have been lovely and our heads are getting too big and we cannot get through doors anymore. Um, and then you can share it with your friends. We don't pay to advertise the show, so word of mouth is everything. And uh, share it with a friend you think would be into it. And until next time, try not to die. <laughs>